Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the greatest known podcast in the motherfucking multi-universe. Today is a special episode because it's the penultimate, the one away from our one-year anniversary of the Heel Hook Show. So today we're going to recap UFC Fresno, uh, see how everything fell out from that. We'll be talking about an array of different subjects. So be prepared to be offended. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. Just be offended now. Fuck it. Yeah, just, just get in. Just get in. Just get it out there. Don't be scared. It's only hurt if you force back on it. You know, just don't push back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. Um, with that being said, I'm your boy, Ash. And to the bottom corner of me, my boy, Eddie Law from the United States. How you doing, sir? What's up, bitches? Hey, what up, dude? Chilling. Fucking finally feeling better. I'm over the shit. Uh, still feeling like, you know, like the very ends of uh, of uh, AIDS. whatever the fuck I had. Yeah, AIDS. Whatever the <laughs> fuck I had. But regardless, dude, I feel pretty good, man. How are you? you good? You better? I'm, I'm a lot better. I've got like a lingering little bullshitty gay cough. So I'm just kind of just pushing through and just trying to not like kind of cry about it. I'm just trying to like get through the day and see what we can do. So, but before we were going, um, we went online. I was just telling uh, Eddie about Fortnite for people who don't know what that is. It's a game on the PS4, um, and basically it's it's a third-person shooter. It's all online. It's a free game to download. Um, if you want to get certain like like clothing and stuff, you can pay to get it and stuff like that all that kind of bullshit. But the game is free, right? And basically what happens is you get in a plane and you jump out of this plane and you land on a map with countless amount of, like, hundreds of other, like, players. And there'll be, like, a hundred in your map. And basically it's stay alive and kill everybody who's on this map. So basically all you do is is you go into like little houses little villages you try and veer off and stay away from people and you know get them before they get you and you can get all grenades and guns and fucking all different kinds of guns and shit like that and literally you have like essentially a hundred um hp points so if you get got you're pretty much gonna die unless you get lucky and you manage to escape or if you're in a good like distance away or anything like that but for the most part if you get got you get got and so what kind of weapons do you use and shit? Everything from pistols, machine guns, grenades. Oh, okay. So it's just literally like you're in an open map. Um, but the good thing is, is you can't camp because there's like the, the map decreases in size as it goes by like a force field. So oh, that's kind of cool. So it prevents people from just fucking hiding in a certain I hate campers, spot. man. I, exactly. I can't stand campers. Especially the campers that all they do is throw grenades. Like you're in the oh, same fucking yeah. spot. You're like, you fucking assholes. So, like, I'm just saying to Eddie that I think that we should play that game online because it would just be a lot of fun just to fuck around with and you can play it with your friends, so. Is it free? Is it free? Yeah, it's free. It's free to download. I just downloaded it today. It's only, like, seven gig- uh, 17 gigabytes. So oh, okay. Maybe, I'll, maybe I should download it while I'm at training and then uh, play it tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Like I say, though, it's frustrating because, like, if you get fucking seen and you don't fucking take advantage, you can get fucking murked real quick. So, I've been playing it a little bit, but it's a lot of fun. If you haven't tried it, um, it's called Fortnite for the PS4. If you're on Xbox, there's a game that's similar. Um, I think it's called Unknown Playground or something like that. It's the game that everybody on Xbox has been going on about uh, these past two days. So, um, Anyway, back to MMA. 
because I haven't spoken to you properly to kind of recap this week's pay-per-view, well, last weekend's show that was on the, is it FS1 or FS2, whatever you guys have. It, it, it's FS1 here, yeah. Yo, what did you think to Brian Ortega? We'll start with the main event, because fuck What it. a bad motherfucker, man. I think I was, you know what I was more impressed <laughs> about? Look, we've seen high-level jiu-jitsu fighters, players, whatever you want to call them. I mean, just jiu-jitsu alone, Gordon Ryan, Gary Tonin, Eddie Cummings, Eddie Bravo, all those guys, right? Um, and the one thing I can say about every single one of those guys I gotta fix my mic. Um, like is, the uh, wall, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, right. Yeah, fuck the poor wall. We don't give a shit about the poor wall. Anyway, but uh, okay. The one thing I can say about all those guys, if you watch them all fight, they're very good at adjusting and adjustments. Little little things, tiny things. Like instead of putting your foot on the outside, put your foot on the inside. Get the butterfly. Instead of having this grip, you know, burrito grip. Instead of you know, instead of you know what I mean, certain little tiny things. Yeah, they call, my, my 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 professor calls it burrito burrito grip. But That's racist, whatever. Bro. <laughs> Look, he's 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 filipino i'm mexican so we kind of it sort of works anyway regardless like what you saw from brian ortega when he got that guillotine first of all he, he was able to fucking survive quite a few shots but like a few shots um but the way to get that guillotine and then wow he's on cub I mean, cub stood up trying to shake him off right to be able to readjust that grip and get it just right dude that's a scary guy. He was so patient and calm doing it. I was just like, oh, my God. Cub just – I think Cub just ran into the wall, man. Like, damn. And let's be honest as well. If you'd have had 20 seconds longer in that first round when he had that das. Yeah. There was, no way, a- Cub, there was no way Cub was getting out of that das. Like, I, thought, I, I, thought, I, I thought Cub went out. Like, I thought for a second Cub might have gone out. Because remember they let the, you know, the round ends, he gets up he's like, oh, shit. Oh. He's like reading all heavy, like he just came back. Like, whoo, damn cub. Thing, man. Like, this is the thing. He he snaps the head down. He if he can't get the guillotine, he has no problem with trapping the arm and going for a dash. Yeah. Like, he literally. He, I remember people turning around and like talking about how good he is and this that, and the other afterwards. And you know, like any, and I don't want to say a hype train because it, it, it's well deserved. He, you know, he's worked on his craft and he's. Yeah gone further and further in um, improving his skills, whether it be stand-up, his movement, you know, etc. But the thing is, every hype train, you know, everybody's kind of going on, like, is he, you know, the best um, jiu-jitsu player and this, that, and the other? And um, I was talking to some people online, and while he might not be the purest jiu-jitsu player per se, he definitely, you could argue, has the best jiu-jitsu for MMA, if that makes sense. It makes total sense, right? Now we're talking about MMA. It's its own martial art. That's, it's its own martial art now. That's a thing. So you could say he's the best MMA jiu-jitsu player out there. Oh, I mean, as far as we know, I mean, uh, you, you could say Maya, but even Maya, you know, Maya makes adjustments, but he he's so slick and good at technique. It's almost like he doesn't need him most of the time. But I think... To be as young as Ortega, Ortega's in his late 20s? 26, I think. He's just 10, 26. 26? Yeah. Oh, by the way, keep in mind, making 145 is going to be a mofo pretty soon, all right? Holloway's already going to have start having trouble with it next year, I guarantee it. But, um, yeah, dude, to, to make the adjustments that he made during the fight was scary stuff. I And people are like, oh, who's next to the title shot? It should be, uh, you know, this guy or that guy. I'm not angry at it. I'm not mad if it's Ortega Holloway next. Yeah, that's a beautiful fight. I'm not mad at that because Holloway's so good at being different every fight. 
you're fighting a different guy every fight. It's so crazy. I would love to see a guy that makes adjustments like Holloway does against a guy like Ortega, who's who knows that you know his game jujitsu. Can you stop it? You know what I mean? It'd be fun to watch. I well, think it'd be a good fight. Well, though, he gets the timing down for the shots as well. And what's the the, the really really ironic thing is is even if he allowed you know to to the same manner of what Aldo did where he was getting hit and then it went to the ground. Like Holloway needs to just get straight back up. Don't try and think that you can just step over in half guard and all that kind of bullshit. Nope. You won't play that bullshit if you're going onto the ground. That's when you start getting into the waters and you do not want to go onto the ground with Brian Ortega. No, cut yeah. Plate, yeah, cut plate to Brian's strength. Plain and simple. We've got into the clinch, yeah. That, yeah. Especially with him being the taller guy, he just snapped that neck down. And yeah. especially after the first round, you thought, right, he's going to just keep on working the distance. And then as soon as he got that clinch up against him again, you were just like, it's not going to end well, man. But I, I, I've been high on Ortega for a minute. Um, I think <laughs> this guy's got so much talent for a young kid. And, you know, like I said before, like you don't even have to just watch the jiu-jitsu. Like, he has that that finishes IQ where he looks and, you know, what was it? Three free round finishes like in a row. It's yeah. like record and whatnot. And it's like, but these are by strikes for the most part. Do you know what I mean? Like he's winning by like knockouts as well. And, you know, people can say against, you know, s- certain degree of talent, but at the end of the day, this kid's elevating every time he's fighting against somebody who doesn't give him an opportunity. And this guy just snaps a neck and takes it. Yeah, dude, it's uh, here's the thing. Like, like, like I say, he's taller. The snap, the, the, the snap down, all that was great. But my thing is this: is where was Cub Swanson's coaches saying, "Stay away from that dude. Keep it at distance. Work your striking." <laughs> I think if, if if you stay out of that clinch, man, I think Cub Swanson would have won that fight. But I don't know, man, because the thing is, is those shots that he was throwing against Ortega, they weren't clean shots. There were there were shots that were glancing off of him, and you know, you could argue that with that same thing said, maybe one of them had a slip through, but then to the same degree, what if he gets too close and Ortega lands something heavy like we've seen before against smaller fighters like Clay Guida? Yeah. Not, you know, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Um, well, let me ask you this then. You think Ortega's next to a title shot? I, I think you have to give it to Frankie because it was due. Um, if we, you know, if if I'm being selfish and I'm being just a fan of Ortega, give Ortega the shot. How do you not mm-hmm. like? You know, he beat Cub, and you could have argued Cub deserved it a little bit more than what Frankie had. You know, it, it's all kind of like subjective. And if I'm being completely honest, I think Frankie deserves the shot, and then Ortega should get the next. But unfortunately, the way that the UFC's bill is, what have you done for me lately? And if Ortega doesn't take another fight and win it, he's not getting the title shot. And who saw you do that thing lately? Yeah. You know exactly. I mean? If not a lot of people, look, that fight, that was a sick finish. It was a sick fight. And if not a lot of people saw it, it didn't matter. You know what I mean? Um, I think if everybody, had, had that had that fight been on a pay-per-view, it would have been crazy. People would have been in the call for Ortega to get the shot. But the fact that not a lot of people saw it, <laughs> mind you, I think they did the best numbers for FS1 since the, since last September. Since September, I read I read like a thing on Twitter just real quick that um that they, they did the best be, uh, ratings or whatever since September for FS1. People who are in the chat right now, who do you think should get the shot next? Should it be Frankie Edgar or Brian Tager? Let us know so we can kind of gauge what you guys think. But the worst thing is about like the whole kind of like 
online community, like especially we're very like in with the all like seeing it all on Twitter. But the thing <laughs> though is, is like the problem that always occurs is within a week's time, nobody will talk about Ryan Ortega. Like nobody in a week's time, yeah. the, the the entire thing is gone within a week because there's so many shows every week. Like we've got one this weekend, and then we've got one next weekend. Yeah, it's. I mean, look, it's. Uh, yeah, dude. And well, yeah, this weekend we don't have one for Christmas weekend, do we? Uh, no, we've got this one this weekend, and then next, uh, the following weekend, sorry, is um, the UFC two nineteen. That's the thirtieth. Yes, that's the thirtieth. Okay. Alright, I, I just, you just fucking put a bright light on something I just didn't realize. I'm going to have to find a bar, because I'm going out of town for for New Year's, to a small town. I'm going to have to find a bar that has that shit, or pray to God the place, I, the, the little cabin I rented has Wi-Fi. Fuck! Yep, right. otherwise you're going to miss the potential, you know, giant killer in Holly Holmes not hitting that big-ass leg kick. By the way, I did find it absolutely hilarious that Cyborg said, I may have to go for my first submission victory. I was just like, <laughs> I was like, Look, yo, you really don't rate your own stand up that much that you're having to talk about, you know, using your jujitsu. Now I get it. You, you probably should do it, but cyborg miss, you should be saying, I'm going to come through and smash this chick around and show her why I'm the most dominant, baddest bitch on the planet. Bitch yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> No, you know what it is though? I think I think she just has respect for Holly Holm. She knows she's no. at the Ronda. She ain't trying to get Ronda. She ain't trying to get Ronda. No. Yeah, but you're talking about a chick who, who who's like a shooter box chick. Like this is we were talking about like this girl is the scariest striker in fucking MMA. And she's like, I might just pull out a double leg. <laughs> okay, okay, well listen. Okay, well then all right. For the scariest tech striker, most powerful striker in women's MMA, would you say Holly Holm could be the most technical? Yeah, well, her and maybe Shevchenko. Shevchenko's definitely okay. Oh, Shevchenko, no, no argument there. But okay, let's say, but but <laughs> but to fight a cyborg, yeah. she's got to be the most technical chick that I can think that she's ever fought as far as striking goes. Oh, so, God. yeah, so I think for sure cyborg might be smart and be a little cautious. You know, no. just be like, okay, yeah, or play the mind games. I'm gonna shoot for that double. You better work in your sprawl, chick, because I'm gonna you up you know what i mean it's like we're not you know yeah you might if you stop me even for a second on that stand i'm shooting for a double leg you're so screwed you know you know you, uh, or if she shoots for that double leg she she, she might get aljoed i mean oh could you imagine bruh, bruh powerful sterling dab on the way down by the way oh that was that was that was some cold shit that's not that the meme was, i was like oh no you know, i love aljo to pieces like Me too. I, I, I wish that it clicked for him but i swear to you on my life when he went down i just literally <laughs> saw in my head one million memes just flooding on oh yeah of dabbing and i was like oh no god damn it but, yeah dude like uh beast man you ever seen those memes with uh uh with anthony burchek and um Oh fuck! I see his face. UFC legend. I can't believe I can't remember his name. Two hundred five or Rashad. Rashad Evans. You know when they got when when both of them got kind of stinky legged because they were like falling backwards. And the meme was that ass had me like. And then like it was that picture of them falling backwards. <laughs> yeah, it was oh, so funny. That I'm was some cool you, stuff. It's so fucked up. But if I'm cyborg, I go straight into the clinch. That's where I work. Just shoot on her. Shoot nah. on her. Or go to, go clinch. <laughs> clinch and work. She hits you with some fucking kung foolery, and she hits you with some fucking uh, like yeah. dirty little uppercut. 
You're, that's a. I'm not even being trying to be disrespectful here, but Cyborg has a big chin on her. Like she has a, a big chin. If Holly's she, gonna land on her. Yeah, I'm saying like if you shoot like that and you don't time yeah. that, because let's be honest, what's the one thing that you teach Holly Holmes from day one if you're in her fucking training camp? Sprawl, sprawl, sprawl. Like or just at least the counter for the timing for something to come in on. I'm just saying that I personally, I'd get in that clinch, start throwing them dirty knees, dirty elbows, roughing her off. That's what I'd personally go for because let's be honest, she hasn't like she hasn't been taken to that kind of fight before against somebody who can hit as hard as Cyborg can. Yeah, well, true, but Cyborg has it, also has it. I don't think he's fought anyone that could hit as hard and as technical as Holly Holm can. Holly Holm's not a smaller girl. On, on the back foot, though, that's the, that's the bread and oh, butter. Oh, sure, it's sure. On the back, but when you start getting in the pocket and you get into those tight it's circles... It's different, yeah. You know, so. we saw her get hit by fucking Jermaine Durandamine. Yeah. Use me, sir. If you can get tagged by her, I fancy my chances if I'm Cyborg. I'm not going to lie. But can we please, please, Cyborg, stop videos of fucking Gabby Garcia twerking and dancing and singing. Oh, dude. I dude. saw it you know, the other dude. day, and I'm still having nightmares. Dude, what is that about, man? Like, I get it. Y'all dancing and partying and having fun and stuff. Like, I had to... Yeah, it's just no, dude. Just no. Uh, way, I, honestly, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna bullshit. I stopped following Cyborg on Twitter. I, I don't know what it was. I think it was one of those, you know, on, um, on Instagram where people repost what people put. I was I saw like she'd like put it up on Instagram. And somebody reposted it. I think it was like Jujitsu Times or some bullshit. Yeah. Like I was like, "Yo, I'm not the fucking one to be seeing that bullshit, dude." I, uh, um, and shout out to uh, to Raider Jeb who's on on the chat. She's brought up a good question. She goes, "If Cyborg wins, who would she fight next? <coughs> None of the 135ers want it. Nobody." She doesn't exactly. fight ever again because there's nobody to fight her. This nobody wants to fight her. The Hell Mary fight because there's no other fight to make. Like, the only other person, and there's one other person, and that girl fucking ran like the fucking wind when that fight started getting talked about, and that were Amanda Nunes. Amanda Nunes were all about doing that 145 title when it were fucking Jermaine Durandamine. As soon as Cyborg come and got that belt... I think I'm just gonna stay down at 135. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I kind of know better. I'm not fucking around. Like, you know what I mean, like she wasn't playing. And uh, that being said, Amanda Nunez against Cyborg would be. I think it'd be a legit fight. She gets cracked. Amanda Nunez gets cracked. I think she. I think she survives at least two rounds, two three rounds. I, I really she, do. I think she gets chinned in the first because she's too fucking headstrong and she goes forward and going forward on a chip yeah. like. Is just asking to get that ass on. That, that, you know, that, that, that's a good point. Man, this probably couldn't hasn't felt any power like Cyborg drops on somebody. So that's the thing, though. Like, I, and you know, credit to Cyborg for doing this. But I know that she trains with a lot of bigger opponents, a lot of male opponents. So she she can get hit, and she knows that she can handle it. Whereas, like a lot of these girls that, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, but they're fighting with chicks either their their own size or a little bit smaller or a tiny bit heavier, and it's like it's just not the same. It's just not like. That's why a lot of female fighters are starting to train with, uh, like, a lot of the males and stuff, so. Oh, out of necessity, too. Like, they have to fuck, you know. They have to train with the guys. But, because, you know, <laughs> there's not a lot of females out there training. You know what's weird is, uh, uh, what? What? Raider just put a comment on this thing. Anderson is stuck in Australia or some, or some shit. He's been popped for dick pills. I'm calling it now. He's been trying no, to... Anderson? Anderson? Anderson Silva. Are we talking about Silva here? 
I think so. Anderson Silva will have tried to bring home some koala dick pills. <laughs> Just saying. Or either that or he's trying to bring a boomerang back to finish off Colby Covington. Oh, Megan Anderson. Sorry. Okay. Oh, yeah, but she lives right. Megan lives in Australia, but she's stuck. She's kind of like, she hasn't been able to leave. She Did she have like that visa problem? I'm I'm confused. Hold up. So, eh? Oh, right. So, she, she, but she lives in Australia. So how is she stuck in Australia? I don't understand. Because you can't get a visa to come fight here. Yeah, but we, oh, right. I get, I get what Ray is saying. That's the only other chick that could fight at 145 to fight against exactly. Cyborg. Right. I'm with you now. I was thinking, like, what the fuck are we talking about? I thought Anderson Silver had just nipped over for some koala dick pills. I was like, no, oh, no. I was, cool. I was like, I, I was just like, what the hell is Anderson Silver doing in, uh, in, uh, in Australia? But no, okay. Sorry about that, Raider. Um, yeah. No, but uh, Megan Anderson's a good shout as well. That's a good shout. I, that's the fight I want to see. She but 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 to make it happen. But yeah, but mind you, I think Megan Anderson might be a little bit overrated, just a tiny bit. I don't know because from what we've seen, she's she's been very good. But the thing is, is it's a case of when you see it, that that step up in talent, is she going to be that good? Like, that's the thing we don't know. We don't know. Sure. sure. No, like no I'm not gonna lie, I I thought that. Um, Aljo was going to, in fairness, he got caught with like, not a lucky knee. It was a switch kick to the body and he went in for the takedown and the knee connected. But the thing is though, yeah. you don't know how somebody, how good somebody is until they fight that next level of opponent. And I don't know, Megan could quite easily be that giant killer. You never know. Yo, real quick. Sorry. Uh, are you on your, can you go to USC.com on your laptop? Um, I can go to it on my phone. Why? What's, what's... Okay. Because so, I might be different on, on your phone. I just went to UC.com <laughs> and I went to the events, right? Yeah. The event for this weekend has the poster, right? Robbie Lawler gets RDA. All right. Behind, I think RDA, I have to pull it back up. It's just not wanting to work now. But behind. No, mine, just has, mine just has them too. Okay, okay, okay. Because I'm looking at, fuck, stupid. Okay, this is dumb. The stupid, uh. Safari is an, uh, just a garbage fucking browser, by the way. And then USC.com is the shit website. But anyway, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening. Right. My, my screen's oh, fucked. All right. Anyway, if you, guys go, okay, if you guys are watching, go to USC.com and go to the events. And I swear I saw uh, Ricardo Lamas behind RDA and behind Robbie Lawler is Jose Aldo, not Emmett. No. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be Josh Emmett or Josh Emmett, some whatever. I can't be right. Really? Seriously, if you go on your on your on your laptop, like I'm trying to go onto the UFC.com website right now and see what's occurring. By the way, if I just cut out out of nowhere just for no reason, it's this browser, all right? And then I'll just come back on in a second. Um no, the one that I've got is just a, a Sean O'Malley one. Alright, let me see if I can pull this up real quick whilst I'm doing it like that. Um but yeah, like I say though, Megan Megan Anson could like potentially be one of those chicks that comes and like you know, steps up. You just never know. And again, she just has to get here, right? Last time she was there, were like, oh, she has personal issues and she can't make it to the fight. There we go. Yeah, dude. Okay. All right. I'm pulling it up. I'm going to pop it on, on the, uh, on the share, on screen share. All right. And, 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 and it's USC such a garbage. You can't handle it. Look guys, I'm available. All right. You want someone that has their head out of their ass 
to handle your website stuff, <laughs> your social media and everything, I'm your guy. Hit me up. You know why? I have a full-time job. I do multiple shows a day sometimes. I'm doing this one right now. I'm doing Keyboard Warriors later. I'm going to go train. I'm going to go work out today. I'm still going to go to work tonight. And guess what? I wouldn't fuck this up the way you guys are. Uh-huh. are you guys doing? Right, I'm pull up, pull up. Yeah, yeah, let's see. Those are such dog shit. Okay, screen share. Ed is so angry at the world. I'm just angry at the stupid browser right now. It's seriously so much Oh dog shit. my god. Is it? it is actually Jose Aldo. Yeah. I didn't realize that till right now. I was looking at it. That, wow. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah, Josh Emma's got to be like a little bit like, hey, bruh. Or, or, plot twist, Emmett's out and Aldo steps up. Michael Bisping's out. After style. getting his fucking face smashed off. Nah, I don't think so, mate. Oh, Josie Aldo could take Ricardo. Uh, bruh. Bro, <laughs> yeah, what have you been smoking over there, brother? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Rick, um, I would dread to imagine what would happen if he actually fought against Ricardo Lamas in his current fucking form. Bro. Yeah. Speaking of, though, a boy, Jason. Jason Knight. What? Like, I actually saw his statement about the biting thing, and I kind of got where he's coming from. But then I was kind of like, surely you just tell the ref instead of biting on his fucking fingers. He openly admitted that he bit the guy's fingers. But the reason why he said that he did it is because the guy pushed his fingers into his mouth and tried to, like, push his fingers into his mouth. Like, he was pushing no. through his mouth. So yeah, no, I missed I missed pretty much the entire card except for that, 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 the audio fight in the, in the, uh, the main event. But I did hear about this. Can you explain what the fuck he's talking about? Because right. he took my hands and put it in his own mouth, and then... No, 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 no. Right, so basically, um, <clears throat> um, Jason shot him, and... Uh, no, sorry. Pardon me. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, so he went to shoot to Jason, and as he's got, like, his hands underneath, Gabriel pushes his hand this is what's being said you can't see it from any angle so this is just it's both sides of the tail here so jason's claiming that when he's working his grip underneath his gabrielle he's Mm. actually pushing his fingers into his mouth so jason bit his fingers so gabrielle pulls his hands away and starts going, ow, 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 and then shaking his fingers and, like, waving him at the ref, he bit, like, saying he bit him and this, that, and the other. And Jason doesn't even deny it. Like, Jason doesn't, like, this thing, this is the craziest shit in the world because you think to yourself, well, that's a DQ. Let's just, I'm trying to be fair to it. Like, I love Jason Knight. He's one of my favorite fighters. You know, he's always welcome on the show. He's been on multiple times. He's a great fucking dude. But... If you bite somebody's finger in the middle of a fight, that's just a fucking DQ. Throw your ass out. We can't play that bullshit. Because what if you couldn't punch with that hand for the rest of the fight? Oh, you'd be fucked. You'd lose. And you can't retrospectively stop the fight either because once you say, once the doctor says, right, okay, you're fine to go, and he goes, yeah, you can't stop the fight any later then because of these fucking fingers. 
So what was, it, what was the result in that, in that fight then? Well, um, Jason got uh, beat by unanimous decision. Jason seemed to blow his load in the first fucking round, and he just didn't look right, and he just seemed to be getting picked off, and he just yeah. he was just half a step slow. He he just looked really, really, really like fatigued from the first three minutes you, of the first you round. Think, you think the weight cut got him? He didn't look great. He didn't look great, but he's not a big 145-er. He's not, but he's also growing. He's only like 20-something years old, like 20... 24, I think he is. 25. Yeah, so. yeah. No, uh, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, keep in mind, all right? All these guys are 24, 25. They're in their prime. They're going to be champ forever in this division. Holloway's not going to be able to fight 145 next year. At the end, By the end of next year, he's going to have a hell of a time making 145. Jason Knight will get to that point, I think, where he fills out. Unless yeah. he's like... Huh? I was just going to say, Jason, like, not just that part of me, Max Holloway versus Tony Ferguson in a year's time sounds fucking beautiful to me, by the way. Just throwing that out there. Make it happen, UFC. Make it happen. That's a fight and a half. After Connor, after Connor vacates the belt because he's done fighting and Tony's a legit, legit champion, champ versus champ, you want money. Free money. You know what, right? You know, considering like a couple of days ago, it was the anniversary of Conor um, winning his first ever title in the UFC. Yeah, I, I, I either don't. Two years, dude. How did that work out? Um, but yeah, the, his first official title, not including the interim title, um, defeating Jose Aldo for the featherweight was two years ago, like two days ago to the day. And you know what, right? I, for all the grief and all this, that and the other man, fuck, it's just when you watch that clip, and you just see the movement, and when he lands that fucking crack right on the fucking tip of Jose Aldo's chin, and he just goes, ah, yeah. you know, it's one of the coolest moments ever in MMA. I don't care about anybody's yeah. opinion of all the outside stuff, anything that happened before and after that fight. That fucking finish is absolutely one of the most iconic moments in MMA. Yeah, when uh, um, oh, many uh, uh, shout out to many Magrona. I haven't talked to him in a long time. What up, Minion? Um, he he uh, put in the comments, nope, imagine Knight in on a double leg just stopping, giving up position to turn to the ref and saying he's fish-hooking me. The ref couldn't see shit and wouldn't do shit. If you're trying to finish a takedown, you're going to bite down. You're going to get bit if your fingers are in his mouth. Facts. Yeah, he's right. I mean, he's totally right. With him. By the way, can we just address dating for adults, go to, and then adult dating, go to, Fuck you, spam robots coming. You gotta love bots. So gotta love the bots. Fight to solicit. I've, I've got, I've gotten a couple. I've gotten a couple of those on my uh, uh, during one of our shows, and I just laugh. <laughs> this is funny. some naughty girls, man, <laughs> popping up on the MMA podcast. Hey, don't, don't click on their stuff. Like, right, it's just malware and bullshit. Anyway. Get all right, but virus, bro. Yeah, you got STDs and all that shit. No, but uh, as far as uh, the other night, Saturday night, Saturday night or Sunday yeah. night, I couldn't sleep. Sunday night, I couldn't sleep. Um, which is the product that I work on Monday morning, but I couldn't sleep for shit, so I put up my my phone and I put up Fight Pass, and I <laughs> I, I watched uh I watched the uh, Coming and main event for UFC 196, and then for some reason I ended up watching the main event for 194 because it's 13 seconds. I haven't you know yeah. I, I was getting tired, but I just watched you know Nate win and 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 the full fight of uh, uh home and Tate, so I'm like I got a few seconds I can spare. I'm going to sleep in a little bit, and I watched it, and the commentary from Joe Rogan is so crazy. Um, where he says, you know, uh, you know, Connor feel looks, you know, calm and smooth or whatever, and you know, like he's like ready to go. And Jose Aldo looks like he's feeling the pressure of the moment. Yeah. You look at Jose's face, you're like, yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, yeah, he is. 
and he went in there and just blitzed Connor. He blitzed one a, a fucking really good counter striker and got caught. It's, it's you know one of those plays that, the one thing that I just love about that entire thing is that I love all the intro, I love all the music, I like all the moment of the event, and it felt like every pay-per-view and every show should the main event comes through. It felt like a huge moment, and it was, right? Like, you knew watching that fight, before it went down, undefeated for 10 years against... And I, you know, a guy that at least in in Europe right now, and and, and depending on what he does next in his in his career, if not already, is an icon of combat sports. Now we didn't know it then. We knew he was good. We knew he was crazy and he was fun, but we didn't know he was going to get to where he is now. You know, like after one ninety four, you know, taking out, uh, you know, taking the Nate fights and everything, and then you know, fucking Super Saiyan, going Super Saiyan and taking out freaking Eddie Alvarez the way he did in New York, and then fighting Mayweather. We didn't know all that was going to happen, but. With that 194 fight, man, you just felt like it was the beginning of something. You didn't know what, but it was the beginning of something. And you just felt it, right? Like, you felt it right before the fight, and you were just super quiet during the fight. You freaked out 13 seconds later, and then you were like, holy crap, what is next with this guy? Remember he walked out of the press conference? Um, I want to say it was after, it was this one or before, or after 189, when he fought Chad Mendez. He came yeah. out with that red suit and that, that cup of whiskey. Or bourbon or whatever he was drinking, and it was just like, yo, like this guy knows what he just did. Like he recognized what he just did, and he's about to make it big. So, um, but yeah, two, I didn't know it was two years. I thought it was last year. Fuck, time goes by fast, dude. It does when people don't defend the belts. But anyway, we won't. Ah! I'll throw the fucking he out there before you do. That was all you. That was yeah, all you, sir. I, I had to go there for you, but, mate. You know, it's funny. My my go to is you won by points. You know, cool. You scored more points. You didn't finish anyway, anybody and, the way you got finished. And then just think <laughs> about, and then just think about all the pay per view points he made in his next fight whilst fucking Nate's team. Fuck all. Anyway, hey, whatever. Hey, if I can uh, give me fifteen, yeah, hey, give me fifteen million. Give me fifteen million. I'll disappear for a little bit too. Dude, if you turn and said to me, I can make another hundred million though. I'll take the hundred million and run. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Connor's got expensive taste. Nate, Nate's cool chilling, kicking back. But what, what, something that we wanted to kind of discuss, because me and you have been going back and forth on the DMs about this whole situation, because yeah. me and you are, like, um, skeptics whenever we see something, like, that happens in the world. So it doesn't have to necessarily be MMA. Like, whenever we see something trending or anything like that comes through, a lot of times me and you will just go back and forth in the DMs and we'll talk about certain subjects. But let's talk about this Keaton Jones kid because Joe Schilling came through with the expose. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the fun part for me. Okay, I so believe, bro. This, video, this video comes out. Now, I saw this video. Um, some I forgot who was on something. Someone Jackson took the video from Facebook and put it on Twitter. And he got like thousands and thousands of retweets, <laughs> retweets, maybe millions of retweets and like likes and shit, right? And comments. <laughs> so the video is this little kid talking about bullying and why, well, why does anyone even do it? What's the point? You know, and describing how he got hand put down his shirt, his pants or something and got milk spilled on him and all that. And you feel bad for the kid, right? Everyone feel bad. The, 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 I mean, everyone just reached out to this kid and was like, you know, you know, we, we, we'll be your friend. We'll come have lunch with you. Dana White immediately goes, we want to fly you out to UFC headquarters. Everybody, you know, uh, um, Joe Schilling included was just like, you know, support, support, support. Meanwhile, in a little town in the UK and in Phoenix, Arizona, 
on the Twitter DMs was like, bro, <laughs> what if, like, this is nice and all, but what if this is bullshit? What, what if, if, like, what yeah, if? go ahead. Yeah. What, what if this little white gentleman is actually a fucking racist? And he, maybe he was the bully to begin with. Exactly. And we, you know, we just look, and we kept it to the DMs because we don't know anything. So we're like, we can't for sure be like, oh, this kid's racist, F him and all stuff. Because he might, you know, we didn't know anything because we're not, you know, like every athlete and entertainer and organization going to just mob mentality our way to some, oh, support, support, support without knowing some more background of why this happened. Like everyone else did. We just sat back like, okay, it's kind of weird, but all right, you know, yeah. hope, hope for the best. Days later, Joe Schilling gets a DM and ends up apparently talking to uh, the mother for Keaton Jones. I forgot her name, but it's not important. In the words of The Rock, it doesn't matter what her name is. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, and uh, he says he had a conversation with her, and she basically asked him to put out her PayPal or whatever, GoFundMe. And he was like, why do you want money? And she's like, we know Christmas is coming up and all sorts of shit. And then she said something to the effects of, you guys see the DM, it's on, it's on his Instagram, go look. Or, you know, it's definitely on Twitter. And it basically she said, us <laughs> whites need to stick together. Against the predator. Against the predator. And it's just like, what? When I saw that, I hadn't even seen the caption or what Joe Schilling responded. I was like, what? And I immediately text, I, I immediately DM'd you like, bro, we were right. <laughs> we were so right. Dude, we we called that shit. That you and and uh, I gotta give a credit to my, to, to my boy Big Tone, Tony Fagnana for, from uh, from MMA uh, uh, Today News and all that, and, and from Kate uh, Side Press. Um, he he went detailed into it though. He 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 said, "Oh, yo, this is this," and then that kid probably says N word to somebody. Was, you know, probably mostly joking around. But when he got it like spot on, you're like, "What?" Well, well, and like the weird thing is as well though, she was on about like, "I want to make it a great Christmas for him." Already, there is people inviting him to the Avengers um, premiere next year. In yeah, Los Captain Kingdom. America. Who the fuck that guy is? Captain America was like, I want to bring you out here for the for the yeah, premiere in Los Angeles and shit. Additional to that, the GoFundMe that was the the GoFundMe apparently some people say was made from another person and this that and the other was already at that time at forty thousand dollars. Why the fuck would you need? any more money to make your kids Christmas fucking awesome when you've got 40,000 and every celebrity in the fucking world is going come to this premiere, come to this fight night, come to this event. You wanna know why? Because this lady wasn't stupid. This lady saw saw a gold mine when her crying kid came in saying he got bullied. She was like, repeat everything you just said to me. Repeat everything you just said to me real quick. (laughs) Okay, and give me some tears. Go. And, it, and she's just nipping him under the leg as this is all yeah, going on. But one yeah. thing I want to take into account, what's also really interesting, <laughs> is the fact that the dad, who was yeah, is also known to be a member of some form of white supremacist group, and he's also in prison. I'm just saying, guys, your family may not define you, but your environment a lot of times and how you carry yourself is often manipulated by your surroundings. And, you know, this kid, I'm going to throw this out as a a little kind of be fair to this fucking kid because I was talking to um, Lils, who does our editing about this. Mm -hmm. Now, 
say this. Do I feel bad for the kid who's been getting bullied for potentially, you know, could have been his looks? Because he, you know, he ain't exactly a looker. So if that's the case, you know, I feel bad for the kid. The other thing is, though, is, is if it turns out that he's been saying, you know, racist-esque kind of things, pro-Trump-esque kind of things, and other kids are like, well, you're a fucking idiot, then you can't purely lay the blame on just him. Because if your parents tell you, you know, the sky's blue, the grass is green, and the sky's blue and the grass is green, but if your parents turn around and say to you, don't do this because, and your cousins are saying the same, and your uncles are saying the same, your aunties are saying the same, your mum and your dad are all saying the same, your brothers and sisters, everybody's saying the same thing. You don't know anybody. You believe kid. your family because your family is turning around and feeding you information. You know, I've said this numerous times, and, you know, there's there's many cases of this, you know, um, how many, you know, white racists do you hear about that come through? How many uh, white Christians are, you know, homophobic? Um, but by, it's all about how it's being raised. You know, like I was talking about, like, you look at, like, ISIS and, you know, um, Asian people being influenced to, you know, believe that white people are the devil. Do you know what I mean? And there's all kinds of different, you know, um, black people and gang culture. Um, Latinos with gang culture as well. Do you know what I mean? There's there's all this different thing of people who are manipulated at young ages to believe, to do something that is just completely wrong. Dude, when, raised in that manner. When, yeah. When you and I were that age, we only knew what our parents told us. We didn't know any better. I mean, we didn't know. We, we, didn't, we didn't have the context of what the world is like or what, you know, what people are really like, um, or what is right and wrong completely yet. And uh, you just saw Minion's comment. I'm going to read that shit in a second. But, uh, um, but uh, yeah, like, you just, you just know what your parents tell you. But Minion on the YouTube comment says, us whites need to stick together against a predator. How scared is Francis and God who got you Americans? <laughs> he goes, but seriously, this kid's a pawn and all this bullshit. 100%. He doesn't know any better, man. As far as he knows, he did right. As far as he knows... You know, maybe in his mind, he sh- you know he's, he sh- he should be calling black his n word in his mind, right? That's all he knows, right? He doesn't know that that that's completely wrong. So, um, yeah, I feel bad for the kid because because he's he is a part of this whole thing. Um, you know, I think you know he shouldn't be bullied anyway. But if he did what people are saying he did, which is calling other kids n word, he should definitely pay in consequences. All that being said, this whole thing's a mess, and it's like everyone's got like pie on their face, as the saying goes, because everybody went mob one way, and now everyone's mobbing the other way, and both sides look like idiots. I'm like, sit down, settle down, think about some shit for a second, and figure out that this has nothing to do with us. This shouldn't be a public thing. The kid got bullied. Let the mom go to the school and figure out what the hell's going on. It's just one of those crazy things that, in a way, it's (laughs) worse now because, like, the the imagery of um. The kids and the Confederate flags outside. Where, That's pretty bad. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because in fairness, there is people who it's more of a kind of a pride thing than a, sure. uh, a racist kind of thing. Sure. You know I, mean? um, I had a conversation in our first uh, interview with uh, Jason that who explained yep. why it means and what it means to him. So, you know, some people it doesn't mean stuff. But the one thing that sent the fucking Spidey sense tingling and my bullshit alarm went... Was as soon as the chick was on, is it CBS that you guys have in the States? Yeah, we have CBS here, yeah. Yeah, that, that's the show that I saw her on. And she said that 
she did it out of irony and she thought it was funny and she she did it for humor's purposes not because it has any racial or any representation. Says a chick that let a white supremacist bust loads in her and put kids out in the world. Sure. I'm just just saying this. The first thing a racist does when they get caught and put into a corner is turn around and say, I was just joking, man. Yeah, it happens every time. So, look, it's, uh, I don't know. (laughs) That whole thing is fucked up. So. Um, on the flip side, though, uh, Michael, um, if you follow us on Twitter uh, um, at the Heel Hook Show, and if you hit us in the DM, we'll sort out some kind of um, thing where we can play um, Fortnite, me, you, and Eddie together, and we'll work out some kind of thing if we can get like a team together or something just to go around. Yeah, be legit. I'll learn how to get my ass kicked in the first like two hours of playing. Yo, that dude, shit. that's all that happened to me. I just got killed every time I was playing it, but it's fun. It's scary as shit because you're going into houses and shutting doors behind yourself and just hoping people don't come in and kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, real quick, I decided this right now. Um, are we going to do end of the year stuff? Like fight of the year, all this shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that. Um, we'll do that in like, uh, ooh. Couple, like a week or two, right? Well, we yeah, I was going to say we may have to do it like the day, like, ooh. We'll do it on the fir- we'll do it in the first like couple of days of January because then we can give like the UFC 213 card a bit of a run. Yeah, 219, I'm going to have to watch. If I have to watch it late, fine, I'll watch it late, but I'm definitely going to watch it. But uh, I'm going to have to find a bar or something up there. It's, I'm, I'm going to, like, the mountains where the snow is going to be. Just chill, just me and my lady in the cabins, hanging out. Oh, shit. Yeah, hashtag yeah, rolling with Eddie in the snow. Hashtag, hashtag, let's not make any more babies of us. I don't need another one. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't need, I don't need one. I don't have any. I want to I wanna keep myself undefeated in that. Yo, <laughs> that habit. So I haven't got one yet. With the Trojans. Oh, hey, whatever, man. She always she did. She she booked it. She goes, it's got a hot tub. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Yo, so we, and it was funny. Just, I was like, uh, we got to take the dog with us. So we can't leave her here by herself. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, I, I did it just because I knew she was going to take it as like a cock block. Like, oh, no, wait, wait, no, the dog's right there. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I give a fuck. No, nah, but. Uh, uh, don't no, look the dog in the eye, though, mate. Don't look no, just face. don't make eye contact. You're fine. <laughs> like that's what that's what that's what I did in college because obviously in college you you're in dorms you have a roommate so I would bring a chick over and I'd be like I I literally <laughs> tell him like look man if you're gonna be here that's fine but, but don't look don't make eye contact it's fucking weird <laughs> while I'm plowing this chick from behind on the bed like five feet away what kind of shit is that <laughs> I look at my college years and I'm like wow it's kind of an asshole <laughs> yeah that's some messed up shit bro yeah. um, on that note ladies and gentlemen uh, we're gonna end this one. Um, we're going to have an episode on Saturday, um, a special one with some special guests and everything. We're going to kind of celebrate, um, the one year anniversary to the day. Um, there's going to be a few changes that you're going to see on Saturday. We've got a whole kinds of craziness that I've, I've been planning and I've got some cool little bits and pieces. Um, so I'm really, really looking forward to showing you guys what, um, what we've got behind the scenes going on and everything like that. Um, there's going to be some cool new stuff that we're going to be doing on this channel. So, um, again, uh, thanks to our sponsors, Bain, Jiu-Jitsu Athletic Apparel, B-A-I-N, store.com. Make sure if you're getting any form of athletic training down, whether it be your spats, rash guys, hoodies, you know, even if you just need a tee or a tank top, just head over to bainstore.com. It's got some beautiful artwork and designs on there. They're always dropping new content. So make sure you go to bainstore.com, B-A-I-N, store.com. Use the code with a heel hook or one word for 10% off your entire cart. 
last but not least, the OGs of the fucking sponsors, Receptra. Receptra is a CBD company. Basically, they do oils, they do balms, they do body butters. Um, I couldn't recommend it higher enough. It helps with so many fucking things. Um, I always recommend researching CBD to see how it could help you. Um, but I couldn't recommend it higher enough. It helps with inflammation. It helps with your diet. It helps with... Um, the irony mental focus um additional to that though as well there's been rumor well not rumors but the studies that shows that it does have some helpings with um with cancer cells and breaking them down again do your research see how it can help you but i can't recommend it higher enough um i have friends and family that take it and their um improvement of life has been exponential so make sure you go to receptor that's r-e-c-e-p-t uh, com. if you're in the United States. Um, there's loads of people who use it as well. Everybody from Baz Rutan to Megan Anderson, who we mentioned previously in the show. There's a lot of UFC fighters and up-and-coming MMA fighters um, that use it also. And if you're in Europe, you want to go to receptraglobal.com and use the code word, the heel hook, on either of those two sites, whether you're in the States or in Europe, and you will receive 10% off your entire order. Trust me, you'll appreciate that. Um, use the code with the heel hook for that 10% off, guys. Where can they find you, Eddie? At? All right, find me on Twitter at Elo31. The page is at Keyboard Warriors <laughs> MMA. Sorry, at Keyboard MMA. Instagram, though, is at Keyboard Warriors MMA. Make sure you hit that up. Make sure you hit up Keyboard Warriors MMA on iTunes. Subscribe to the show at KeyboardWarriorsMMA.com. Subscribe to this show, by the way. There's a fucking red button right under here. Click that shit. And then um, tonight, Keyboard Warriors goes down live, 6.30 p.m. Pacific time, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. We're talking all, and most of the stuff we talked about here, we're definitely talking about GSP vacating. We're talking about using Presto in detail. Oh, GSP, we're about, man. And we're talking about uh, uh, UFC uh, uh, this weekend in Winnipeg and the big, big fights between Robbie Lawler and uh, RDA and Josie, Al- sorry, Josh Emmett against Ricardo Lamas. UFC.com, get your shit together, motherfuckers. I'm waiting for you. Yeah, the motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> Also, shout out to uh, to Joey, to Raider, um, to Minion, and to Michael as well. Uh, Minion, my boy. I've, I've, I've talked to Minion forever, man. Thanks for fucking dropping by, dude. Shit. But yeah, everybody who's tuned in, we always <laughs> appreciate you guys. Make sure that you leave that like. You know, tell a friend, tell a friend, man. And if you haven't subscribed already, hit that subscribe button, guys. Let's get this thing to 100. We can get that custom URL, and then we can make this shit not XY245 free DS and Nintendo 64, I don't know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, make sure that you subscribe as well to our iTunes and to our SoundCloud if you're on Android, either or. You can get all the episodes on there and see our past interviews as well with the likes of Jason Knight, as we said, um, Dan Hardy. There's an array of different people that we've had interviews with, and there's more to come. Um, but make sure you subscribe to those guys. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at... Uh, Ashley Lamprey, that's A-S-H-L-E-Y-L-A-M-P-R-E-Y. You can also find at The Heel Hook Show, that's also on Twitter. And you can find me on Snapchat at Just Ash Official. Um, but yeah, guys, make sure that you fucking scribble or make a note or just turn notifications on for this channel or notifications for the Twitter handle at The Heel Hook Show. Because on Saturday, like I say, around about 8.30ish, um, in, that's UK time, onwards we'll be doing a special episode with some special guests um which will be pretty fucking dope and we'll be breaking down and giving our predictions for the ufc that will be going on that evening so it's kind of a pre-show but it's uh, our one-year anniversary of the heel hook show so again we'll see you guys on saturday from me and eddie 
Peace up. A town down. We're out of this bitch. Peace.